Welcome to a world where your favorite Harry Potter characters are all grown up and getting it on. Each episode, we dive wands first into a new chapter of erotic fanfics, steamiest stories. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. I'm Danny Chapman. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. And And this this is is the Potterotica Podcast. Y'all ready for this? Give it up. Down for the baseline. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Jock Jam. <laughs> oh my God, wrong pod. <laughs> oh no. Oh, Weird, that's our other project we're working on. <laughs> this is Dick Jam. Jock Jam's erotica. Yeah. Welcome back. Season three, episode two. Feels so good. Feels so right. Mm-hmm. Um, what a week. I think we had kind of this anticipation of season three building up. Before we get to record, we're like searching for stories. We're talking to authors. Yeah. We're in fighting. We're in loving. <laughs> and so to There's to so be much in that it, goes on behind it's, the scenes. It's a democracy, though. So we're like. Because <laughs> it feels like so much pressure. You're like this story that that we're not going to fully read through. You know what I mean? Like we just have to look for the right things and hope that our little baby blossoms. Yeah. Grows up. I personally just wanted to read uh, Maisie B's story eight times a season, but the girls (laughs) dissuaded me. He's like, what if I, what if I read it in like different voices or like, what if I like add in characters or what if Slughorn becomes the rug? (laughs) You just wanted to read that one line. Oh my Sorry. That's like the third evil twin. I feel like that's the the triplet that one of them ate in the womb. (laughs) Rughorn was never born. Rughorn has like missing limbs. Yeah. Rughorn. Um, Well, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to episode one. And if you're listening now, thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. It seems like people are into the cock critiquing, which of course- I mean, who <laughs> who would have thought otherwise? It's like a an, an very natural thing for yeah. most people. Oh, absolutely. So I think we have a debate that's been going on. It has been raging for oh, the right. last raging. week. It's creating quite the rift in our group right now. Yeah. Lindsay yeah. has taken on the role of <laughs> I guess, electioneer. Yeah. Like, like a census. You're like the census mm-hmm. bureau. Yeah. What have you found so far? So, and this sort of was reinstigated, I think, by Amy Joy. Yeah saying that she was Team Allie, that it is spooge, not splooge. If you listen to um, episode one, Allie just very casually says spooge, and Danny and I are like, hold up, what happened in Detroit that you lost the L with that word is splooge? And it turns out there's two sides to this. Yeah. Team splooge, team (laughs) spooge. I guess by the time this airs, we'll probably have a bit of an answer. But I, I mean, I don't think this is a debate that ends lightly. I don't think so because some people said, like, I grew up in Texas and that was what we said. But then I've heard X, you know, where I live here now. And I did take to Twitter um, and did a little poll. And there's still 19 hours left of, on this poll. So oh. it's only been up for three hours. So we'll, we'll update that on Instagram. But it's 91% splooge versus 9% spooge. So what would you say the majority of your demographic is? Because it's going to really make a difference on this poll. They're from all over. I don't know. 
There's just so many a, followers. You couldn't even possibly. I don't even try and know where they're from. I did be from Mars, for all I know. I did lose three followers already for putting up a poll about splooge, but it was worth it. That was probably your, your dad and oh, <laughs> two aunts. I hope. I hope my dad stops following me on Twitter. It's really. <laughs> I'm always like, uh oh, Bill Rush is on, and I can <laughs> at least he's he's favoriting them, so then I know to like hop on and think. But I just got to be me. Got to be you, girl. Yeah. Anyway, let us know what you think. There's a whole debate section happening on the our fan page on Facebook, Potterotics. I <laughs> made a map of the United States to see where people are from and where they end up on the splooge versus spooge. So we're taking this. Cartography, this very, rush. Yeah, it's very serious. We're, mm-hmm. we're noticing there's a big trend in the Detroit, Canada uh, regions mm-hmm. for, for lo- spooge. No L. Yeah, yeah, minus the L. Yeah. Spooge, eh? Spooge, eh? Hey, got your so, toque and your spooch. And then, oh, why is my toque so sticky? <laughs> oh, too much spooch, eh? Too much spooch, guys. <laughs> I feel like another. Um, I guess it's not as much of a debate as it is. I guess a critique that we liked from episode one was talking about how Draco gives ratings to the dick pics he yes. gets. Mm, yes, and we were thinking about like what ratings. Right, Danny? What rating system we would come up with? Yeah, so he did, as a reminder, step into the pensy for a moment. He said, T, rating Harry's penis, troll, and TA for try again. Yes. So, <laughs> Were those the only two ratings we've been introduced yeah. to so far? And O for outstanding. Oh, they yeah. went oh, of course. For the outstanding. That's right. I can't so, believe they went from troll. Yeah, we need to know what the middle, what's like a B plus? I want to know what that is. A D plus. That's your goal. Um, <laughs> my <life>. goal. <laughs> my goal. So we were, th- we were saying like what... When you guys have received dick pics, what ratings would you give mm-hmm. them? So right. I think what was, was it TMB? Oh yeah, too much balls. I also came up with um, BB bad background. You yeah. know, like if it's yeah. like there's like a toilet in the background oh, or like, or like a dirty so, like yes yeah, something TV socks on the ground or something. Yeah. Um, I said uh, NHE not hard enough, <laughs> <laughs> like a little premature on the on the dick pic. Um, <laughs> mine would also be uh, HS. I see. Holy shit, it's crooked. <laughs> oh. I feel like an NA would be like nice angle. Yeah. Because we've got to get some nice, you know, some nice ones. Yeah. I'd give a U, unsolicited. Yeah. <laughs> TBNT, thanks but no thanks. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll, post, we'll post a request for your ratings. Um, yeah. My mom always used to tell a story how she got a paperback with an F, and she was like, ah, fantastic, I did it. I was like, nope, Oh, failure. my gosh, perspective is everything. Maybe yeah. that's how mom received dick pics as well. She's like, oh, uh, F, fantastic. F, real nice. <laughs> F, I sure will. I sure would like to. <laughs> so let us know, um, and hopefully we'll find out in this episode some additional ratings. <gasps> Allie can find her B+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Search in the world I think that B+. your NHE is a B+, plus, not hard enough. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. like a C. That's a C, C minus. minus. That's a C minus. <laughs> I was thinking one other would be CO, come over. So if it's that oh, good, yeah, that good, you don't you're even need just an, like, this yeah. is the rating. That's like above an O. That's an A plus. That's right. Want to put this into action. Yeah. Oh, 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 face. Um, so yeah. That was, yeah, that was something that was percolating. Oh, and then the last thing I want to close a loop on, guys, <laughs> this was a very stressful episode as I thought it about was. all the other things I yeah. wanted to talk about, um, was I had posed the question, what's the worst track at Hogwarts for careers? <laughs> and I was on Tumblr. Which we don't understand. Which Danny, I Danny's am the guru. Full fluent in. <laughs> uh, but I found a great story 
called Divination for Dickheads by <laughs> C. Finn, who's like, please don't mention me on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, he was commenting on, uh, it, it takes place where Malfoy is in Divination. Anyway, I was like, oh, Divination is definitely the yeah. least so employable That's the, that's the degree track. you don't use. That's like right. the art history major or the exactly. philosophy major. Well, Hermione like makes fun of it. She's like, I don't believe that, you know, any right. of the Divination stuff. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Pensive. Oh, and then- Sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 you got a lot on his chart right thing. now. <laughs> the chit-chat um, is uh, stay tuned. <laughs> That's what you yeah, did last week. <laughs> stay tuned because at the end of the episode, we're going to play some fan voicemails um, that are warming our hearts mm-hmm. and our butterbeer. And so, our loins. And our loins. Keeping our loins hot. Hot and heavy. Okay. Okay, so pensive. Yes? Yes. What happened? Let's do this. Everything happened. Draco runs a magazine uh, where he critiques Cox. Not just any magazine. Right. And he's got an assistant. Mind. Who's a prude. According to Draco. According to Draco. Pansy is his friend and I don't think his colleague. I think he's like, she's like a co-owner. Oh. It seems like it. It seems like she's but somehow I feel affiliated. like her asking she's how just- goes the business wouldn't doesn't sound like a question you ask if it's also your business. Mm. I think she just inserted herself into the into maybe. his job. Like, yeah, maybe she's just like. <laughs> Sorry, I said inserted herself, and I was like, "Where was this going?" Danny was locking eyes with you, and you're like, "She inserted," and I was like, "Danny was daydreaming." He's like, "Wait, what am I recording?" If Danny ever says insert, he just loses his whole train of thought. You know what the relation? It's like Will and Grace, and it's like Grace and Karen. Like oh, Karen yeah. doesn't do anything. She's just kind of right. drunk on the job. Yeah. Yes. So Harry and the boys get drunk, decide to send their dick pics in for evaluation, for critiquing. Meanwhile, Harry sort of comes out of the closet to the guys and they like, it rolls right off their back and they're just like, all right, mate, we love you. And moving she- on. And then Seamus is like, Seamus give me some of that. And he wants to, to and he wants a little experimenting with Harry. But Harry ain't having it. Harry so. ain't having it. And then... Harry gets a terrible review. I uh, I was thinking, could we call that whole scene the well hungover? Because ah. <laughs> uh, when they wake up, they're like, what did we just do? And Hedwig's like, you drunk guys. Drunk owl. You just <laughs> sent in a penis picture. So I think at the end we got like Harry saw that he got the T-A and the T and he wants an O yeah, for outstanding. So he's, he's going to try again. He did try again. Remember by himself? Yeah. But he wasn't sending those. He was just taking them. Oh, he's taking them. Yeah, then, yeah. Oh, wait. The best freaking part is that he decides it's because he's a bad photographer. Oh. And oh. Draco decides he needs to teach a photography school. So I don't know if you guys are seeing these two, this plot line coming together. Oh, I can see it coming it together. Ended, Speaking of divination over here. <laughs> it ended when Pansy was taking Draco to look at a, a space, studio space. Like a studio space. This is, I mean, all it's my incredible. wildest dreams. It's so silly well, and wonderful. Pansy just breezed in and she's like, oh, Draco, I found the perfect space for you. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, I've got to bring the world better composed Cacks. dick pics. Cacks. Cacks. <laughs> better composed Cacks. <laughs> Okay. You're like, there's, I'm going to do a word count on this because I think they say that word like 3,000 times. And every time, Allie spell it C-A-C-K-S. Isn't that how you spell it? We should do another poll In Detroit. to see how people. All those Cacks? Words. In Detroit, we say cacks. 
It's like once it starts to get north. Like in, in Detroit and Canada, I grew up saying cax. We say cax. What's, what's a caw? What's a caw? do you say that? It's a bird. Um, so with that. Yeah, speaking of, Allie's going to read, so we're going to get to hear that a lot. Cack, cack. Thank you again to Miss Cheryl Dyson. Yes, you're it. This is wonderful. We're so happy. So let's read episode two. Let's roll. Three days later, Harry opened the magazine to find the photo he'd taken along with a critique. This photo could win an award for lack of imagination. Wait, so he did send another one. Yeah, he sent oh, another picture. He's not just taking it from his own collection. <laughs> He's rifling through a drawer of old It's not a pics. selfie. <laughs> Unfortunately, it will not win any awards here because it is as dull as plain toast. The high shot indicates that the camera was held in one hand, which makes it difficult to get a decent photograph since you cannot possibly focus. As you see in this particular example, one cannot tell if a cock is concealed beneath that sheet or merely a desensitized cucumber. <gasps> I give your cock photo a T for troll. No. What's he doing with that desensitized cucumber underneath the sheet? <laughs> Just How whip about, it out here. Like, show us the cucumber. <laughs> it must also have some scar on it that... Makes it clear it says. He's just embarrassed about his cursed pubic hair that's in the shape of, oh, the a, shape lightning of a lightning bolt. bolt. Yeah. That's what it is. I think he shaves it. <laughs> what is you think the, he manscapes? Does the forehead match? The- <laughs> yeah, does the forehead match the drapes? <laughs> <laughs> the carpet. It'd be the carpet. Yeah. The carpet <laughs> Harry balled up the magazine and threw it against the wall with a cry of rage. Tea for troll? Again? Cucumber? He stomped I don't over. Know, cu- there are some big cucumbers. I mean, have Those you- Those hothouse cucumbers? He could have said carrot. It's not like it's like a Persian cucumber, which are those little mini ones. Even stuff. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Looks like a Persian cucumber. <laughs> From Trader Joe's. So crispy like, and delicious. You're like outing yourself as very bougie. <laughs> Looks like a Persian cucumber. <laughs> Exotic but small to the touch. He stomped over and retrieved the magazine before smoothing it out and examining his photo again. Are you fucking blind? He yelled. That is no cucumber. He crumpled the magazine again and then reached for his wand. Wait, I like how he crumpled it, went and got it, uncrumpled it, and then recrumpled <laughs> it again. So Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> and then reached for his wand and cast incendio until it was no more than ash, and his table was in danger of achieving permanent scorch marks. Teeth. Oh, oh over there, that's where I that's where I um that's why I, I burned up my magazine that gave my <laughs> cock a bad review. That's where I set my cock photo ablaze. <laughs> Tea for troll, he muttered. I'll show that cack critiquer. Oh, <laughs> no, I won't say it every time. I Don't promise. do that. <laughs> this won't be the Ron voice. I won't. <laughs> I won't bring it home. Thank God. Later, over lunch with Ron and Hermione, Ron asked what was bothering him. That he wasn't in love with Lindsay. <laughs> do I use the Ron voice or do I not use the Ron voice? I think it was very special for the one time that oh, it was. Okay, I'll save you this time around. Okay. What? <laughs> I almost don't know how to be him. Okay, do whatever you want. What? Nothing. I'm fine. Really? Then you won't mind if I rescue those chips from your endless dunking. You've turned three of them to vinegary mush already. Ron reached for Harry's chips. You do seem distracted, Harry. Is everything all right at work? Harry straightened. Everything is fine. I'm great, really. He forced a smile. I wonder what he does for work in this story. Slash, if we keep reading, we'll probably find out in the next three paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, he just looked at me so funny. I was like, just ask me a question. He looked tired. Perhaps you should stop spending so much time with Seamus and Dean. 
Hermione gave him a glimpse of her disapproving look, and Harry bit back a genuine smile. There is nothing wrong with Seamus and Dean. Ron nodded his agreement at Harry's words, not that Ron's approval had ever been a positive in (laughs) Hermione's book. All they do is get drunk and talk about Quidditch. We talk about plenty more than Quidditch, Harry protested. (laughs) And our dicks. Such as, Harry flushed and looked away, absolutely not planning to divulge their latest conversation. We talk about current events. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like such a lie that like, You'd tell your parents, like, what were you on the phone talking to Jamie about? Current events. And when you're listing uh, Jeopardy topics, it's like, (laughs) you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, who's a Bush president? In fact, we were discussing photography. (laughs) And there's a truth in that. Dean suggested, I might not be very artistic. Harry knew he sounded slightly smug, but it wasn't often he could pull one over on Hermione. And this time, he wasn't even lying. Ron snorted, not artistic, so... Art is very important, Ron. Harry laughed. Sometimes he thought Hermione only contradicted Ron out of habit. The rolling of Ron's eyes showed that he agreed with Harry's unvoiced sentiment. It is, Hermione protested. Think of some of the things you love best, like Hogwarts. How do you think it would have looked without a sense of craftsmanship and artistry? Like the ministry, Ron offered. Exactly. Ron still looked dubious, but once again, Hermione had made her point. So what are you going to do, mate? Take an art class? No, of course not. I can't draw or paint to save my life. I don't think art classes would fix that particular lack of talent. But what about a photography class? Isn't that what you were discussing with Dean? Hermione asked. She snapped her fingers. I saw an advertisement. Where was that? She got up and walked over to a sideboard that was stacked with magazines and newspapers. She began muttering to herself as she flipped through the pile. Good to know she's still mental, yeah? Ron murmured to Harry. (laughs) I heard that. Here it is. It was a flyer tucked into Witch Weekly. You read Witch Weekly? She reads everything, Harry. Don't you know that by now? Shush, both of you. Here. She thrust a flyer at Harry. He took the glossy page and (laughs) skimmed it. Photo Couture is here to help you. Are you tired of your photos coming out blurred and unrecognizable? Are you one of those that can't remember to keep your thumbs out of the picture? (laughs) Do you simply have no sense of aesthetics? We can help. Our convenient evening and weekend classes will have you taking professional-grade photos in no time. Ask about our grand opening week specials. <laughs> Photo Couture is located above Charlemagne Shoes in <gasps> Diagon Alley. I know the teacher. <laughs> I love that, like, this is the only thing that Harry isn't naturally good at. And he's like, oh, I can't do it. Right. Like, he's not even trying. He was born the boy who lived. <laughs> tremendous at Quidditch Quidditch. without... I mean, not that he didn't try. It just came kind of naturally. Mm-hmm. But like, Harry, if you took a class, you'd be better at be art good. than if you- it's like you can't, yeah. You're, you're not, not going to be an artist. Not everyone's great at the beginning. Um, did somebody draw all of the portraits that move? Someone must have. Like, they're all paintings. No one ever talked they, about who made those. Do you think you draw them? I'm sure, I'm sure immediately. If someone's going to say- If I just did a say, Google search for one second, I could find it. But There has to be something where they posed- and were captured in a similar way. Yeah. I know they call them portraits, but that's also fun. Like no, I think they're, that, them, they're in there. No, I think I think they're actually paintings. I think that that's like the difference with those. This is about to some, be the prefix bathroom of season oh three. God. I'll look People, it up. Go ahead, critique us. I'll look it up. Yeah, please tell us. Critique us. But anyway, <laughs> just a thought. Like I, they should have taken it. some creative classes at Hogwarts to like de-stress all all the students. Yeah. And painting could have been one of them. Especially year six. Also, can we assess it's called photo couture? Um, then we now know the cock critiquer is a high-end posh he magazine. Is. 
because he it's is Philip elevating Couture. his brand. It's not just <laughs> dick pics. It's photo couture. You know who Target? A bunch of dudes sending pictures of their dick. Yeah, <laughs> you know they love couture. <laughs> it's like a bunch of bros like punching each other over right. Quidditch. And then like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Want to take a class at photo, photo couture? couture. <laughs> hey, yeah, for sure. Then he like lens for men's. Right, or like. Better dick pics. That's it. <laughs> yeah, BDP. Be yeah. You guys go to BDP this weekend? Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Photography class, Harry mused. I think it would be brilliant. Everyone needs a hobby, said Hermione. I don't have a hobby, Ron said. <laughs> Just I putting th- together pictures of Lindsay. Yeah. I think eating is your hobby, mate, Harry replied. Ron looked at the biscuit he'd bitten into and then shrugged. I guess you're right. Anyway, I think photography would be useful. Really? Why? You know how you hate going to parties and events? You could take your camera and stave off the autograph seekers by taking their photos. Most people hate that. Ron, sometimes you're very smart, Hermione said with a proud smile. Ron preened and Harry folded the flyer and tucked it into his pocket. It wasn't a bad idea. (laughs) And tucked it down the front of his pants. (laughs) That was my approach when we did PotterCon. I took all those photos. It was like, guys, I don't want photos taken of me. I'll take all the fans' photos. That's that's great. And they all Nobody asked you. Nobody took a photo of me. And they all asked you. <laughs> Mission complete. Like, hey, hey, guy in the Paterotica shirt that I don't realize is associated with the podcast, can you take my photo in front yeah. of this booth? Thanks. We had a, a project at work where we took the client on a tour to Levi's, and they had to take a photo like in the store. And so they said to this guy that was standing there, hey, can you take my photo? And he was like, sure, Like, who do you want to take it? And she was like, no, 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 I, can you take it for me? And... He took the photo, walked away, and it turns out to be John Mayer that the woman just like didn't know was John Mayer. <laughs> so he just got humbled in that moment. Like, That's, no, take a photo of me. <laughs> no, I'm just like, can you just take my photo of Amazing. Yeah. Draco looked around the space and shook his head with a smile. He had to give Pansy credit. Once she got an idea in her head, she tended to go all the way with it, particularly whenever it involved spending Draco's money. The loft looked fabulous. She had set up a variety of stations, complete with a multicolored floating light sources. There were directional spotlights, assorted backdrops, and a movable stack of furniture. From antique Baroque, sofas, plughorn, and chairs to modern bookshelves, plughorn, and tables, and rugs, rughorn. rughorn. <laughs> I feel like the assorted backdrops, I'm remembering like JCPenney Studios where like there would be all the different backdrops that'd be like splatter paint. Like the lightning or, bolt or like yeah. the laser. Like in high school when we had to take yeah. the elementary yearbook photos. Like all those Gem horrible tones. ones. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I love the laser ones. I always wanted that one. We can make that happen for you. <laughs> Thank you. Still always still want it. I'll put on my CK1 bralette and go to town. There was even a wrought iron bed occupying one corner. Ooh, Ooh, that's assault. It's like a boudoir photo shoot. I guess so. What were you planning to do with this bed, he asked, almost afraid of the answer. He wasn't sure his reputation could survive him delving into the (laughs) pornography industry. He's sort of already in it. Yeah, uh, wake up, Draco. His cop-critiquing business was relatively above board and altogether anonymous, sent to paying magazines via public owl on a regular basis. Wait, sent to paying magazines? Is he like a columnist? Maybe he's a columnist. So interesting. I don't know enough about the publishing industry, but that's how I feel about this podcast. I'm like, no, no, it's not porn. It's just (laughs) above board. (laughs) It's comedy. It's comedy, LOL. Sure, Nana's friends, I'll tell you about my podcast. (laughs) My comedy project. 
Pansy crawled onto the bed and reclined in a sultry pose, hiking her skirt up to her bare thighs to an indecent level. Boudoir photos, Draco. <laughs> They're all the rage right now. Frumpy housewives can get all glammed up and take sexy photos to give to their husbands in order to pretend the spark hasn't died. <laughs> she sat up. Or they can send them to their boyfriends on the side. Or both. She winked. <laughs> The thought of taking photos of frumpy housewives is spectacularly unappealing. Which is why you'll be teaching other people to do it. Remember? <laughs> like, if Pansy's the mastermind behind your business, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, God. Draco looked at the dark curtains that could be closed to conceal the bed from the rest of the room. There were no windows in the corner, making it sort of a, an oasis of privacy. I think we will save that for an advanced course. <laughs> or a never course, he admitted to himself. <laughs> Pansy hopped off the bed. And you can always crash here if a class runs late or if you meet an enticing student and want him to stay after for some special instruction. <gasps> Foreshadowing. That's what I feel. I want to see a little Pansy Dean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Deansy? Deansy. She, <laughs> she leered at him and made quote marks in the air. <laughs> He shook his head, knowing full well that he wouldn't be indulging in any of that nonsense with any of his students. He had sworn off romance completely and had no desire to indulge in even casual sex. Oh, not my Draco. This is not, not the Draco, Draco I know. know. <laughs> he had two perfectly capable hands which, with which to bring himself off when the occasion warranted. I'm picturing him both hands. Himself like, a, like, a mil- like milking a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Sex you're just, you like are actually flustered. Like, you're like, <laughs> well, it's because the two hand motion that you just made was milking a cow. Right. Yeah, no, that's like, like a cow. <laughs> Super soaker. Yeah. Sex simply led to emotional entanglement and heartbreak and similar foolishness. Aww. He wanted no part of it. Aw, Draco, he's been wounded. I wonder if anyone that has dated him has called him Coco. That's a cute little nickname. Oh, yeah, Coco. Oh, we have a friend. cute. I know. We have a friend named Coco. Coco, if you're listening, which you're not. Shout out. <laughs> hey, Coco, thanks for never listening. Oh, dick. <sighs> worst. Brilliant. I believe I shall be ready to begin teaching in a couple of weeks. He rubbed his hands and looked around the place. Wednesday. Pansy said. <laughs> Wednesday what? Your first class is Wednesday. The flyers <laughs> went out in yesterday's mail. My goodness, look at the time. I've got to find something suitable to wear. Ta, darling. <laughs> Pansy trotted to the fireplace, and before Draco could think of a suitable hex to use upon her, she had tossed the flu powder and was gone. I can't do it on Wednesday, you bloody bint, he yelled at the empty flames. Guys, what you don't know is that Pansy wasn't in the story, and then I quickly rewrote the story. Yeah. <laughs> you see on the Google Doc, you like, like tune in on a random time and me typing. He's like <laughs> cursor. He's like added like ninety percent of the lines are all now Pansy's now. It starts to like make no sense. <laughs> and the flute parter rolled her to life, and it sounded like Pansy. <laughs> Harry climbed the stairs and found the door already open. Soft music and. <laughs> emanated yes. from the room beyond and when he stepped through he found only three other people occupying the space he breathed a sigh of relief he had half expected it to be filled with customers mingling and taking photographs the two people standing near the small reception desk seemed even more awkward than harry why is everyone acting like taking a photography class is the most awkward thing yeah. <laughs> unless they all are secretly there to take better sex you know is this positioned as a dick photography class no. or this is just a photography you class? read the flyer <laughs> you read the Liter- flash. Quite literally. <laughs> it's just photo couture. 
I think, um, I don't know, it's always that awkward, like that first time. Yeah. And then you're always waiting for the photographer to be one of the, st- or the teacher to be one of the students incognito. Oh, I love that. Mm. And it's like, it's like that's at, the, at the beginning of every like improv <laughs> class we took, it was just like, Ugh. you just look for the one person sitting on a chair backwards trying to blend in like a student. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hey, where is that teach? Great uh, question. It's me. <laughs> this is improv one on one. And we're all like, oh my gosh, it's magic. And then he's like, everyone get to the floor and writhe and feel your body and connect with the class. <laughs> Allie took a sexual improv class. Yeah. I don't know. We had to do that. What was it called? Caligula? We had to like, remember Danny? We had to like touch everyone's feet and arms. And yeah. I was like, just say yes. This is the, I'll be like, this is the last class I take. <laughs> Wasn't that level two when yeah. you had to like. Um, I also love that he had light music. Like, bad elevator music. Like, Pansy's like overclassed up the joint. Yeah. Maybe Pansy's like DJing in the corner. <laughs> she wants herself in every scene. She did change. The woman behind the desk waved him forward. You think it's Mindy, you guys? The other two backed away and did not seem to recognize him in the dim lighting. They both gravitated toward a small bar between two curtainless windows. A small sign read, Help yourself. Harry cleared his throat. <clears throat> Hello? I'm here to look into your available classes? The woman smiled. She seemed pleasant enough and not at all scary or threatening. Absolutely, dear. Our beginner's classes will start on Saturday and run for four weeks, meeting on Saturday afternoons and Monday and Wednesday evenings. It was an intense class. We're going to post a grid afterwards. <laughs> it's three nights a week three for nights a four week. weeks. Wow. Dang. Couture. Intermediate classes are on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. Here is a list of the fees. She slid over a pamphlet and Harry scanned. The prices seemed reasonable, although he had no scale on which to judge them. It wasn't as though he couldn't afford it regardless. Which do you prefer? She said. Um, the beginner? He handed back the pamphlet. Your name? He leaned as close as possible and glanced (laughs) toward the others, who were lifting bottles and exclaiming over the labels. Harry Potter. Guys, this is what we have to do in Chicago when we say our names. Because, you know, like, can I get a name for the reservation? He has to be like, Danny Chapman. Danny. So that people aren't like, Danny, Danny, Danny Chapman. Danny Chapman. <laughs> I just say Harry Potter now and it yeah. works fine. Yeah. yeah. The woman gasped and her eyes went to his scar. He knew it was completely covered by his black hair. And yet he felt the huge urge to make sure. Do you think Harry he, has a bowl cut now. Do you think bowl cut? Or do you think they're emo bangs? Because he's <gasps> getting in touch with his artsy side. Oh, they're emo bangs for sure. For yes. sure. Yeah. For they're sure. really long. On he's like got like side. the Kate Gosselin. Oh, yeah. The spikes up top. <laughs> the flock of seagulls. Yeah. Well, oh my. This is, this is quite an honor, Mr. Potter, sir. Harry grimaced. Please don't. Just call me Harry and treat me like a regular student. His heart sang as her demeanor had completely changed from competent professional to adult-pated fan. I just want to learn how to use my camera. He gave her a hopeful smile. Down my pants. (laughs) With my penis. I just want to learn how to use my camera. He gave her a hopeful smile, and it seemed to do the trick. Er, yes, your camera. She looked at the others and then got to her feet. Please gather around. I would like to look at everyone's cameras. Did everyone bring one? So everyone's here just to sign up and they're already having to like bring your cameras and like show proof. Yeah. It's very weird. The logistics weren't worked out thoroughly. This is probably the intro. This is like, come, you know how you have to make a foundation. Like a foundations class. Orientation. That's what I think it is. Harry sighed with relief and then held his up high. (laughs) Here's mine. The others did the same. And the instructor, Mindy looked. (laughs) The instructor, fucking A. The instructor did the same. 
The instructor, Mindy, looked... Fuck, why can't I read this? Look them all over. Okay. He's doing it. Okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> Mindy looked. <laughs> Harry is the instructor. Addle painted. Addle painted. I'm just going to read it. Like Ron, like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Whatever's in the story. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Francisco. There <laughs> we go. Allie's turn to read. Legend four hours oh, for this. <laughs> The others did the same, and the instructor, Mindy, looked them all over and pronounced each one serviceable. These will all do just fine, even the more archaic models, although they won't have some of the features of the newer ones. You guys, are there like three people there? She's clearly calling certain people out. <laughs> so rude. Those two girls. The boss will go into more detail with you lot on Saturday and teach you about the varying settings. The boss? Harry asked. Yes, he had a prior engagement tonight and sent me to get everyone sorted and the paperwork in order but he will be teaching the class. Please be here at noon on Saturday and bring some sort of notepad and quill. If they get sort of like put the hat on, you're like, amateur. <laughs> Dick pic. <laughs> it just reads why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, is about to have a baby. Wants to take better dick pics. <laughs> Harry's is like, oh, you might be really good at regular photography, but I could sort you into dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, please not dick pics. Please, please not, not dick pics. <laughs> So brave to choose. <laughs> Do not forget your cameras, of course. I am passing out the course synopsis. Feel free to ask questions and mingle freely. Help yourself to the beverages and refreshments. This is our grand opening, after all. Oh, that's right. That I got it. Mindy held out a flyer, and Harry took one. Um, and the instructor's name is? Harry asked. Oh, that would be... The sound of shattering glass drew their attention, and a young man gave them both a sheepish look from where he was stood near the liquor bar. Terribly sorry. I'm a bit of a butterfingers. He shifted from foot to foot, and something about him reminded him of Neville. Hogwarts Neville. Not current competent herbologist Neville. Not I'm also current sexy hot herbologist <laughs> Neville. Sexy chest of steel weighing Not of- that Neville. I'm also pants at repairing spells. Mindy hurried over and helped him to repair the glass and clean up the spilt alcohol before pouring him a new beverage. By then, one of the others had gravitated toward Harry. She was a tall woman with wavy blonde hair that tumbled to her waist. One lock was vibrantly orange, and it matched her T-shirt she wore. It said Crush, and Harry wondered idly if she was a Cannons fan. Or if she loves the soda. Right. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sarah. Do you know anything about photography? <laughs> <laughs> Who are all these randoms? It's just such a... Any question to ask someone. Hi. Do you know anything about photography? <laughs> no, that's why I'm here, you jerk. Harry juggled his camera and the synopsis in order to stick out a hand for her to shake. I'm Harry, and I barely know how to press a button to take a picture. You're American? <laughs> she nodded. Yeah, I'm from Maryland. Got a job with the Department of International Magical Cooperation at your Ministry of Magic. I don't really know anyone yet, so I thought I'd take a class. She held up her camera and waggled it. It was black and sleek and looked far more modern than Harry's. I used to work at the ministry too, he admitted. Law enforcement. Ooh, a cop, she said. That's cool. Used to. Got bored with it. It happens. What's fun to do in this town? Harry found himself wrapped up in talking to Sarah. 
It was curiously refreshing to speak to someone who had no idea about his past, and her accent was interesting. <laughs> By the time Mindy... I think she sounds like Can I like see us? a picture of your cock? <laughs> <laughs> By the time Mindy ushered them all out for the night, Harry was feeling buzzed on too much fire whiskey and riding the pleasant high of making a new friend. All in all, he looked forward to Saturday. Draco sipped at his tea and rubbed his temples. He had stayed out far too late the previous night, as generally happened on Wednesdays. Thanks to Pansy's meddling, he had been forced to inform his mother that he needed to move their weekly dinners to Friday instead of Wednesday, and she had spent the next three hours rearranging her calendar to accommodate him. As he yawned, he realized that he should have moved them to Fridays months ago, because now he would be able to have a lion on Saturday mornings before the weekend class. Pansy might have been something of a genius after all. How is everything going this morning, Mr. Malfoy? Mindy placed the usual stack of mail on his desk. Fine. How did the grand opening go? Did Pansy show up? (laughs) DJing in the corner. (laughs) Mindy's mouth drew together in a disapproving line. She did not. The event, however, was perfectly fine. You have six in your beginner class and three in your intermediate. There were also four RSVPs stating they could not attend last night, but they will attempt to make it to Saturday's class. I wrote their contact information there, color-coded and alphabetized in order by chosen class. Jeez, Mindy, chill out. Get a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Not like grow one, but like get your own for you to have fun with. As usual, Mindy had been hyper-efficient. He supposed he would need to give her a rise in pay soon. Thank you, Mindy. He scanned the list. Wait a bloody minute. Harry Potter? The Harry Potter? It's a big turning point. Mindy nodded. I recognized him right off. Such a handsome man. She sighed dreamily. He glared at her and then looked back at the name, Potter. What the fuck did he want? Was he spying on Draco again? Not that he'd done that since their school days, but old habits die hard. Perhaps Potter was feeling nostalgic. He's in the beginner's class, Mindy added. He spent most of the night chatting with an American girl. I didn't want to interrupt to ask for his autograph. He told me to call him Harry. Such a charming man. Thank you, Mindy. That'll be all. He resisted clenching the papers in a fit of pique. (laughs) Perfect Potter, scion of the wizarding world, hero to the masses, giant arsehole. He barely noticed when Mindy pattered out. After brooding for some time, Draco realized it would be perfectly possible to shame Potter out of the class the very first day. He perked up at the thought and then turned his attention to the new crop of cock photos. (laughs) Crap, crap, crap. One enormous dripping cock with another visual interest to earn an A for acceptable. Crap, crap. An A for acceptable. That's a new rating. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a B, though, and that's your B+. Yeah, that's my B+. A for acceptable. Draco turned the photo around several times, trying to catch a glimpse of a cock amidst a sea of swirling shadows before tossing it aside with a moo of disgust. One thing was for certain. Draco's talents in the area of photography were sorely needed. He's the superhero and of the dick pick world. Wow. Save a nation. The one that we need, not the one that we deserve. The hero, yep. Okay, cool. So no sex, but. We got some great plot. Yes. Some great this is foreplay. It is. Season three, foreplay. I thought that Draco wasn't going to know that Harry was his class. I thought the first run-in was going to mm-hmm. be. I wonder if there's of, anything so. to those uh, four RSVPs that couldn't make it. I oh, wonder if there's going to be someone. For sure. What if it's like I think it's Seamus Dean. Dean. <laughs> and I bet Neville. I may be I bet wrong. Neville it was fun just to see his name again. Like, we saw it last week, but yeah. I was hoping it was Neville. But Harry still doesn't know because at that time. Right, Harry doesn't know. Yeah. That guy crashed in. He's going to try to shame him out of class. All right. 
When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? I am, I'm ones up. I'm excited. I love where this is going. I love the buildup. I love that um, Harry is taking this dick photography really serious. He's not messing around right. and he is ready for an O plus. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm aroused, so I don't know, but my wand's up because I think I like the tension that Draco's like, oh, oh, Harry Potter. Harry He's going to come charging into class on Saturday. And I wonder if he thinks that Harry is straight since Mindy was saying that Harry was talking to an For American sure girl. He does, so yeah. I feel like there's all these reveals that still get to happen. I think Draco's going to pull a Snape. Like he's going to be like kind of a dick to yeah. Harry well, Draco's, and shaming. And he's, um, you know, he's written off love. You know, like people are sometimes like, oh, you know, like afraid of the first day of school, but it always goes fine. Like Harry actually has a bad luck with first days of class. Oh, true. That's true. <laughs> Worse and this is gonna, It's going to continue. What about you? Uh, Wand is up. What I'm really liking about the story and the way that uh, Cheryl Dyson has written it is the like – Little overlaps. Mm. Like with um, our second quickie, Need You Now, it was like one big one, then cut to oh, the right. end. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was like the two it came stories. Full circle. The two stories are happening simultaneously. Yeah. But I like yeah. that this one is, has those little bits of overlap where you get the hints. It feels so like, I don't know, and there's all these things like Harry quit his job because he was bored. And so what is he doing now? Is he just, you know, like and that he had lunch with Ron and Hermione, and so they're clearly together in some way, right? Yeah, yeah they sound. Like I don't know. Together. I just like that they're like this is like adulthood. You know, Draco's like has a weekly dinner with his mom. My yeah. prediction is that somehow at the end of the story, Harry goes into business with Draco, mm-hmm. and they become like the cock He'll critiquers. Get oh, they're into getting some it. business. Oh, <laughs> that wrought iron bed in the corner with the business. curtains closed. Business and business, mm-hmm. and it's good. Yeah, it's like. You have to really appreciate now that the Dark Lord is no more, how they can just like get back to their lives mm-hmm. and there isn't this tension of like I bet that bores Harry. He doesn't like know, you know what I mean? Know like to do with he had such a It's sad, like a retired life. athlete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. <laughs> He's, He's gonna like, be doing Haynes commercials. I guess I'll go to Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Investing in water companies and- <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's it's voicemail time. Uh let's close out the episode, which okay. is thank you for listening. Let us know your letters yes. on your pecker picks. Yes. Mm. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. Because the plot thickens. Hardens. Hardens. Okay. Okay, thanks. Voicemails. Yes. Do this. Hi. Um, my name's Sarah, and I'm a big fan of the podcast. I was just calling... Um, to say that I was so excited to find out you guys were doing a Draco Harry fanfic for season three, which I'm sure is already recorded. But um, I just wanted to tell you guys, that was the very, I, very first fanfiction I ever read. I think I was 12 or 13. It was a Draco Harry fanfiction. I can still remember what it's called. And it just blows my mind that <laughs> things are still going on today. But I just want to say, um, love the podcast. Uh, keep doing it. It's hilarious. Um, I found out about you guys at PotterCon Chicago, and it's kind of bummed that I couldn't come to the live show because I only discovered who you were after PotterCon. But I hope you guys do another live event that I can attend. Um, party on. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. 
so sweet. I wonder, does that mean we probably met you at PotterCon? Yeah. We, we were the like gypsies we tried, we in met the back. Everyone. <laughs> I probably took your photo. <laughs> yeah, Danny took your photo and I was probably pillow, like rifling through your purse. <laughs> and, I, and I was hiding behind the booth. Yeah. I'm not surprised that heartwarmed about how many people love the dreary pairing. Yes. And because, you know, even just to the creativity to, you know, break out a cannon and yeah, put pair, those characters. And pair enemies yeah. together. I mean, that takes, you know, it's hard to write that, right? To change that into like a love story or a friendship or. But that's, that's like a tale as old as time. Yeah, it People, is. People like yeah. they're warring against each other and then well, it's because they love each other. Everyone, everyone loves like star-crossed lovers. Yeah. and I would love to know what the name of the fanfic she read about the two of them was. Yeah, she said she still remembers. So, mm-hmm. so Sarah, if you are part of Potterotics on Facebook, please post it. And if you are not, please join and post it. Right? We'd love to hear. Yeah, and enjoy this season. <laughs> we're we're excited too. It's our first time. We remember it like it's our first time because it is. <laughs> Feel like a, a young fanfic reader once again. <sighs> yes. My name is Paige. I started listening to y'all's podcast probably about a week ago while I'm at work and stuff. And I have noticed quite a bit of conversation going on regarding Ron. And people just don't seem to like him, don't seem to care for him. And I feel like a lot of the reason why people don't care for Ron that much is because even J.K. Rowling has come out and said in interviews that Ron and Hermione shouldn't have gotten married, that Harry and Hermione should have. So I think that's part of the problem. And I think some of the issue is, too, is just the way Ron is portrayed in the book. He is shown as more of like a petulant child, like he would get mad at Harry and Hermione. He'd be mean to them. He wouldn't talk to them. And there was just different little things, I think, that added up and made him into this character that people don't like, even though he did do a lot of great things and did show a lot of heroism. And it it sucks, but I feel like that might be some of the issue. Maybe I'm wrong, but thank you. Oh, Paige, calling in about my boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Lindsay is blushing like you've never seen before. Except, yeah, it's an interesting – we do think about this, like why no one writes Ron. This is what we text about it, like (laughs) one in the morning when we're both up. (laughs) What you think about? What you think about? Ron. Ron and how he was slighted by J.K. Rowling. Ron and why he's not universally loved in the fanfic world. So those are some really good points. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I think especially because the books came out so slowly that people thought that Harry and Hermione were going mm-hmm. to end up together. So there's still people that still were like angry when Ron and yeah. Hermione ended up together. So yeah, there's still like groups on Facebook and Tumblr and Reddit of people who are anti-Ron. It's sort of like yeah. you guys remember my best friend's wedding mm-hmm. and the whole time you think – He's going to not be with Cameron Diaz and he's going to go back and be with his best friend. Mm, yeah. Until the bridge scene, and you know. And it passes you forever. Hey, that was here in Chicago. I know. But I just remember that was the first rom-com that I was like, they're not giving us the ending that we want. So I wonder, I could see that, that people That's would when feel- Lindsay became an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the world is real and dark. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a hard time picturing Harry with anyone because he seemed, I don't know. Well, you remember that mashup I put in the group? That was like uh, this video of Harry and Hermione of all the clips someone put together talking about why they thought that they were the mm. real ship. And I, I <laughs> so embarrassed. It actually like, brought me to tears. It was so good. And after watching it, I was like, 
yeah, they should have ended up together because how they were always there for each other and they had so many moments together that they didn't have with the other characters. I guess to me, I totally see that side. To me, it just made it, I think the thing I liked about JK's choice was that it's it was not as cliche, like that yeah. it was like, that was a friendship love. Like that was like, like when they're slow dancing in the tent, when they're hunting for oh, yeah, in, the, in the movie, like, yeah, yeah, in the movie, I feel like for me, I was like, oh, they are just dear friends. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, best, best friends. Yeah. But anyway, could talk about this for days. We'll all be slow dancing <laughs> after this. <laughs> That's what we do at the end of our- An awkward three person slow dance. Thank you, Paige, we, for how, your thoughts. I mean, call me. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Text Lindsay at 1 a.m. in the morning and she'll be ready for a convo. Okay, so should we, I think we should wrap this up with a fun voicemail. Yeah, let's, let's go fun. Let's get let's get crazy, you guys. Uh, Sarah and Paige were very fun. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. But let's get extra crazy. Hey, guys. It's Amber, your drunkest fan. Yes, self-proclaimed, but I will still take it and wear it as a crown and a badge of honor. Every day, I am currently drunk and was reminded that you have a hotline number, so I thought I would call. I just want to tell you guys that I have everybody at my work in my cubicle farm listening to Cataratica, and we are all really enjoying it, and we're laughing, and we're having a good time, and it's amazing, and I hope that you go on that Midwest tour and come visit Minneapolis because, oh, we're going to get a part of book, and we're all going to come see you guys. I've got, like, a lot of us. I can't count that many because I'm drunk at all. So, guys, let's make this happen, okay? One's up for Minneapolis! Love you, bitches. Bye. Oh, Amber. Amber. <laughs> Amber, Amber. We hope that you took an Uber and or Lyft home that evening. <laughs> and I hope you took both. Both. <laughs> I hope you stopped, got out, got into a yeah. different car. Sounds like a drunk night. <laughs> like, what, what am I in right now? Also, I feel like that's like we've hit peak podcast status if someone is drinking and they're thinking about like calling into their podcast. Yeah, we got drunk. I love dialed. it. We did. <laughs> drunk you owl who did. Drunk dialed were drunk dials were once reserved for booty calls, but thank you for breaking the mold, Amber. Yes. And I love that your office all listens because that's wonderful. That's we how should- you create an extra safe space. <laughs> yeah. You get everybody to listen and then you can listen safely. We should like you know how like big companies are having these initiatives to like make like work life balance and like go in and yeah, do, do workshops. Like and yoga. Stuff? Yeah. We'll come in to your office and teach you how to like Take a break with okay. an erotic podcast. Corporate, corporate retreats <laughs> yeah, in exactly. Potterotica. Have you heard about oming? Hmm? Okay. Okay. This is a real thing. It's not a Detroit thing. In Chicago, they were teaching oming workshops. Like and they, om- No, no, no. Oming is where you like <laughs> joint masturbate. Mm. Like you, do you have a partner? Like, who, like what the masturbate? three of us do on Friday nights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, oming. Okay. So we don't okay. call it oming because it was trademarked right, already. Right, 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 but yeah. Yeah, and it's supposed to not, it's not like meant to be necessarily sexual, but it's supposed to build like a woman to the peak of her arousal and like release tension and stress. And they were trying to pitch it to like corporate offices. For women only? I can't remember. I feel like it was geared toward women being masturbated. Hmm. Wait, being masturbated? Like they, they, someone's masturbating them. So that's not masturbation. Clicking their mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Being masturbated. Oh my, oh, so someone's getting you off. Yes. Okay. Yes. The technical term. 
Okay. Not really. Huh. So it's like a massage. Like that's it. Like, but it's like <laughs> no, it's not like a massage. I mean, but do you know what I'm saying? They're in like, that vein, that someone is doing it for you. Not yeah. like you're not all gathering in a room and masturbating. Yeah, it's like you're paired up with like a partner. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was some. Well, I I won't denounce Oming because I don't know enough about it. <laughs> but it sounds kind of like somebody just made that up so that they could <laughs> oh, masturbate yeah. other you're people. You're supposed to be like, <laughs> stop saying this. <laughs> Can I masturbate you? <laughs> Can masturbate be be used in like in reference to someone else? Yeah, well, I don't think masturbate is like a, it's like a, just like a self used term. Okay, well you I look that up. That I'm gonna get us back that. to the topic Talk about at the Midwest hand. I don't even Talk remember about what we're talking about. Amber, we love you. Thank you for keeping us top of mind because you are always on top of our minds. <laughs> um, we cannot wait for the Midwest tour to hit up. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Masturbate to stimulate one's own genitals for sexual pleasure. Mm. Oh, the secondary thing. Stimulate the genitals of someone to give them sexual pleasure. Uh-huh. I do not think that anyone uses it that way. But is that like Webster's Dictionary? That's not like Urban Dictionary. No, it's like the... It's the like, Dictionary. Okay, yeah. so it's legit then. It's not like some but it's rando. Like definitely the secondary thing. Okay, you, you guys are... Liter- hurting horny Well, I say we do here. it and find out. <laughs> There's only one way to find out if masturbating can be done to another person, and that's to oh. do it to another person. Um, thank oh, you, Amber, for taking us here. Thank I, you, I guess Amber. Allie, I, I, and we are planning, we are working on the tour. Yeah, Midwest tour. And obviously my home state, Minnesota, represent. So we'll try to come through. And we'll put a little asterisk that uh, the Google voicemail goes to Allie's phone. So... Please call anytime, but also know that when you <laughs> drunk dial, you will be calling Allie. Yeah, so, you'll be actually drunk dialing me. Yeah. It's not my real phone number, but still. Her real phone number is the same as her social security number, which, which is, is 349. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you want to call, oh, <laughs> Instagram of Legends. If you want to call us, please call us on our phone number, which is. <laughs> Buying time. 872 Say it again now. 872-216-0881. Now scream it from the rooftop. 872-216-0881. <laughs> Allie's just going to keep doing comments. A like, little lower now. For the back now. 872-16-0881. I can't believe nobody like can remember that. it. It's you know, so catchy. You sounded like one of those Budweiser frogs. Yeah. Iconic campaign. Budweiser. Um, that's all. Thank you. That's all we got. Four hours later, this podcast really we, flies give by. Give us a call and this too could be you. We ended that on a high note. All right. Um, Bye. Um, For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at poderoticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.